0: Tabletop players, my name is Ruin Ortega, and in this episode, I'm your game master as we're playing the generic universal role playing system or GURPS by Steve Jackson Games. Join with me, as always, is my co host Cade. Hi, I'm Cade, and we're also joined by our players, Jaden and Jody.
1: Hey, ho, I'm Jaden. That's gonna be mine. I've got it. It's perfect. Hey, ho,
2: (laughs) hey, everyone. (laughs) Awesome
3: uh gURPS is the generic universal role-playing system uh and it is a plethora of rules and mechanics made for you to be able to put towards any genre of tabletop game that you want to play uh we are excited to be jumping into this and combining all the things that we have gained from previous systems and uh seeing how our whole season wraps up because this is our uh, our season finale batch
0: you know kade i i've really enjoyed this season and trying to wrap up all of the games that we've been playing into to one kind of arc and um honestly just actually homebrewing something for once uh and it was really interesting to see how GURPS kind of lent itself to you know building that all together um even if it didn't feel perfect at times
3: yeah uh it, it's been a lot of fun for sure and i'm excited to see what comes from this uh as we've kind of started peeling back the uh the layers of the onion that ruin has been sitting on for the last 10 months The layers of the ogre
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know what else often has layers and complexities and I, I suppose sometimes ogres, uh, that's coffee. And on this show, we also uh, rate and review coffees. And uh, sometimes those layers we like, little hints of different uh, chocolates and things <clears throat> like that, and sometimes we hate it. I don't know, look back to something about almonds and apples. Cool. Uh, okay, what coffee did we review this time?
3: Uh, that is an excellent question. I usually rely on you to remember the name of it. Uh, I know it's from two bears coffee uh the bag is green uh and it's
0: called country house medium roast sir
3: of course i knew that uh this one does not really have that many uh layers uh as shrek would say uh this is a pretty safe coffee uh notes of caramel and chocolate uh and a little bit of hazelnut which are pretty standard in most medium roast coffees um Yeah, it's delightful, uh, but it's nothing that is really going to challenge anybody's coffee palate. It'd be a very safe bet for family get-togethers or uh, having people over for uh, a couple fun games of GURPS.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and in fact, we thought it was so safe that we rated a 3.5 out of 5 Void Swamps, which uh, these guys... At the end of the last episode, managed to kind of get a glimpse of, uh, which was really hard to describe because how do you describe everything and nothing all at once? But with that, grab a mug, fill up full of hot stuff, and sit back and listen for our actual play of GURPS by Steve Jackson Games.
3: This episode of Trips and Coffee is brought to you by our incredible patrons. We have Artemis and Kala making us a pot of Joe, while Ravencroft Guitars... Where Silver Valentine and Afi the DM are brewing up those premium blends. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy the show.
0: Alright, well, how are you guys doing?
3: Ah, uh, doing good. Excited to actually sink our teeth into GURPS. Uh, I feel like our last uh, episode was a lot more of just like meta role-playing stuff. um, And didn't really get into too much of the real mechanics of it in practice. Uh, So I'm excited to see how this works once we start actually rolling some click-clacky math rocks.
2: Taking on cosmic entities with a battle axe and a 44 magnum so we'll see how this goes and a a bear claws so pretty low tech but the combination of everything has been giving
0: me anxiety throughout the week like (laughs) like after our session zero i was up all night basically just like rolling around in bed being like how do i make this
3: work where does armor go why is it 20 damage resistance (laughs) Does the fact Cade. that it's
2: shaped like a nose change its range? Like, <laughs> do I get like does an it just go in little spurts it? like it's like. sneezing? <laughs> We're gonna get a comment that's gonna like, be like, well actually in page uh, 47, <laughs> like last paragraph of this GURPS manual here, it, says, it actually does have like the nose. rules for a <laughs> nose-shaped flamethrower in the, uh, like, for dragons.
0: Yeah, this book is almost 600 pages long. It wouldn't surprise me. And every book is 600 book, pages
2: there's long. There's
3: so many others that it could be. Like I
2: said, and the Four Dummies book was like 497 pages long.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I
0: imagine the title's like Gerps for Dummies. Ha, <laughs> J.K. Yeah, it we was took actually out like the a, index.
2: I, I found it pretty helpful though because like it was. It gave nice little in like in depth but one page breakdowns of doing roles and stuff. Well, that's good. I might have to read. I that wish that I had read this that instead. The next one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, you know what, guys? Um, it seems a little strange. Um, you're you're playing yourselves as characters, um, but I want you to talk about yourselves as yourselves um and describe yourselves as yourselves to the audience because i think we need to give a little insight into the character creation process that we've gone through um and then once you've kind of described yourself
2: we have some roles that we need to make to start our adventure I imagine so, this is like a sorry imagine this is like a mega man battle network type of situation where we're like still ourselves mentally inside this world but we're like video gamified so we actually like power scale up to deal with it
0: yeah yeah i just also can't stop thinking about uh tropic thunder the dude
2: playing the dude disguise see that's that's how i hope it doesn't work out because then we're all gonna die (laughs) Horrible. fair enough i've hired three assassins I don't think we could take one. Ass- well, I mean, we got with the, with the stuff we got, we could take some assassins. We're yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Let's start with Cade. Cade, uh, tell us about Cade the
3: character. Uh, So Cade the character is semi similar to Cade the person. Uh, So with the GURPS uh, character creation, uh, you start off with like a bunch of points and you can buy uh, your stats Uh, And you can also take a bunch of disadvantages to increase your number of points um, while also giving yourself some less than stellar effects um, so it kind of balances out. And I tried my best to give myself all the advantages, disadvantages, and skills that I feel like I actually possess and could put into it. Um, So my, my base stats are pretty average. Uh, my strength and my dexterity are kind of middle of the road same with my intelligence and my health Uh, but i've got a whole whack load of disadvantages uh including uh everything from bad eyesight because i have to wear glasses uh to chronic depression because that's a thing that i have to deal with um and overweight i'm overweight in this because that I am in real life they have a, a chart I checked it I'm overweight uh, so that's cool um, but as far as skills I also have a lot of things uh, I mean there's karate in here which we're flavoring as Taekwondo because I've done that for 20 something years of my life um, let's and by the way
0: because you spent so much time on your disadvantages like quite successfully you've been in Taekwondo like Team Canada, yeah fifth dan yeah it's it's like give yourself some credit there you've earned a lot
3: uh, whatever uh i took a couple of ranks in criminology and the occult because i'm a big like true crime buff um so i know a lot about true crime and the justice system and that kind of stuff just because i'm interested in it uh they'll
0: come in handy if you guys uh, do a random encounter role for uh, quiz show
3: well, but serial it's, killer it's also edition. like getting into like the mentality of like criminals so i i, don't know, I didn't know what this was gonna include no i think it's <laughs> cool i'm just bugging you uh i took some in teaching and literature and public speaking because i'm a teacher uh i've got swimming powers uh because i'm actually a fairly good swimmer like i was a lifeguard for a while um which is something that doesn't come up in conversation very often uh and then yeah i've got a bunch of weird equipment from all the various adventures we've been on including a flamethrower shaped like a nose some really badass gear uh and black magic abilities Mm -hmm. that's and
0: in the last episode you found out that some of those things don't work anymore (coughs) yeah like
3: most of them but i can kick real hard so
0: yeah just for the final boss though so you're all right yeah all right Jaden, tell us more about Jaden the character.
1: Ooh, I will tell you that I tried to be as honest <clears throat> in some ways as Cade was, but then also I realized I'm playing a game and I gotta cast spells. So if <laughs> I, you know, I don't have the things to cast my spells that well, I'm kinda, you know, not gonna do that good. And I feel like that also says something about who I am as a person that, like, I would much rather focus on the highlights of myself when I need to look good in a moment. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. I went with – I got just straight 10 strength. I don't do a lot of physical stuff anymore. Keep it real simple. Give myself a 12 dexterity because I guess I got fast hands. I got fairly good hand-eye coordination, I feel like. I dove with a big 14 on the intelligence, which the way they describe a 14 in this game – it's pretty ballsy of me to say that I have a 14 <laughs> intelligence like a, to me I feel like a 14 is probably someone at least with a master's, maybe a PhD kind of thing like that. And I'm like eh. did you did or you like read that the level of knowledge
0: in the rules where it broke down the like potential of a role when you raise by one. And it talks about the math involved and how it's, like, it's not just, like, a 1 out of 18% increase. It's actually, like, an exponential increase because of the way math works. I don't get it myself personally, but mm-hmm. um, it talked about, like, it's actually a multiple rather than just extra percent. Damn. So you're right. Like, a 14 would be actually kind of crazy considering most people, are on average, are a 10. Yeah. I yeah, believe I, it, though. I think, you're super I'd smart. say
1: that's PhD. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. He is worth- i mean wicked i am smart. wicked smart, wicked, wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad we all got that <laughs> yeah i mean what else are you gonna do if you don't get that you ain't wicked smart <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah outside of that i did i tried to hit some disadvantages mostly because i'm one of them sweet sweet points so I gave myself <laughs> chronic pain to mimic my illness, which I don't care to talk on further detail because that's boring in the first place for everybody. Um, I also threw some obsession in there because I'm usually really tied to like flights of fancy where I'll like, dive into a subject, get to know a lot about it, and then like not do anything with it until someone talks about it and be like, oh, hey, I know something about <laughs> that. Excuse me. I'm going to be a part of every conversation because I follow a lot of random things. Yeah. Um, and I'll myself stubbornness that one's solid come on don't need to explain that um oh and code of honor which I kind I of codified in some way but it's not really like what mine would actually be I just have like weird rules that for some reason I follow which I guess everyone does hopefully but and they're not even like good ones so code of honor is like a little bit of an overstatement probably like code of inconvenience did you take the pirate
3: <laughs> level of that one
1: I started with that, and then I'm like, no, I'm making this custom because it shouldn't matter, so I cut away pirate, and I gave myself a couple of my own rules, but I did keep the always avenge and insult, because I'm like, that really does fit me in the first place, but also, like, that's a great thing, like, as a code to live by, personally, everyone should try that, Um, but yeah, outside of that, other, you know, normal stuff, fast talking, you know me, I'm always fast talking. That's what I say just, about Jayden.
3: Ooh, boy. Just moving. Always fast
1: yeah. talker. Oh, what a fast talker. <laughs> yeah, they didn't call me fast talker holler. Hey, man, for are you fast talking me? <laughs> I'm always shucking and jiving, you know, trying to get up one up on everybody. That's that's my MO. MO. Um, <laughs> we got some mechanic. <laughs> that was his nickname of college. <laughs> yep. I love giving myself nicknames in moments where, I'm like, I've never been called any of those things. But just where it's solid, like... They're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, they called me Maneater Holland in high school. Something like that. They're like, why are you even saying that, Jayden? I don't know. I was, I make it work hard, make you sweat hard. I don't know the rest of that song, but whatever. That was a weird joke. I don't know you why know, I went there. We have made
0: a <laughs> lot of pop culture references on this show, and that might have been one we don't want to come back to.
1: I mean, it's the, I got to bring the diversity. Come on. I don't.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna say we don't cater to that uh, that population, but we might. Who knows? <laughs> when I look po- at our stats, sometimes I'm I'm confused by our stats. I've said it before. Mm-hmm. Like, other than like teenagers, our worst population is people our own age, and it's like mm-hmm. right before and right after us. I don't get it. It's fine. Having lived my
2: um, life, that tracks.
1: <laughs> i've i've personally feel like a nelly Furtado reference is more than that's a fine age. reference for this show yeah. that fits
3: that's our age fly yeah to
1: uh, <laughs> all
0: right well i'm gonna keep us moving ahead here so uh just so we're all on the same page for our listeners at home if you haven't played girps uh when we talk about advantages and disadvantages and point by like Jaden did um the characters are 100 point buy based and so each of these guys were given 200 points to buy all of the things that their characters could do but they had to spend another 50 percent negative uh, on disadvantages so what that actually meant is it gave them 50 percent of their points back to them so it's some crazy math that essentially like if you took i don't know um cade what was your your glasses disadvantage how many points was that
3: uh 25
0: so for for negative 25 points Cade could take the advantage of needing glasses so that if something happened to his glasses um he would start rolling penalties um but that gave him 25 points back so that he could spend it on more advantages or more skills or more traits things like that uh so it's an interesting system that it allows you to double down on your points but also um give yourself some some bad things in the process and again We'll get to that in a moment because Jody, tell us more about Jody the character. Uh,
2: so I gamified myself pretty well here, and I kind of went for like, um, what I would like like to have as a character if I was put into this sort of alternate universe game situation um, that we're in. So I did like pick my advantages and stuff based around like me. But also in a way to like kind of take advantage of fun game mechanics. So like one of my disadvantages is absent-mindedness, which is at the start of each adventure I have to make a roll, and if I fail the roll, I'll basically be forgetful. And if there's things that I'm like I expected to remember or have, or like uh, like being on guard duty, say, there's a good chance that I'd forget and mess up the sentry duty if I failed my like absent-mindedness check. I think that's a pretty cool advantage because it's like something you have to like interact with every time you start up an adventure and then on the same line i took one for being a klutz because i am a klutz in real life i trip over my own shoelaces and it's the same thing you roll every morning when you start the day and if you succeed there's no mess ups during that day and if you fail the dm gets to say one time that you fail a dex check during during like your adventure that day um And then another one, same thing, called Unluckiness. Well, actually, no, this one isn't even a a check. This one's my favorite one, and I think it's the most entertaining perk I've ever heard of in character creation for quite a while, where the GM gets to maliciously mess with me in like an unlucky way once per adventure. And I just love that idea of handing over the reins and saying, all right, like, mess with me like make it funny make it a good part of the adventure but like i'm okay with being the comic relief here like let's just see what happens and i also picked that one because i do have a tendency to uh have things mess up at really inopportune moments
0: you know having been friends with you for a very long time yep yeah Um, Uh, I'm also excited to be able to mess with your character, although I'll admit, with these things that forces me to remember, Uh, it's interesting because a stance that we've often heard on this show is that characters or players have to know their moves more than the DM does. And so it's kind of that fine balance here of like, if I really want the game to go in my way, it is favorable for me to try to remember these things, but also like, please, God, tell me about them so I remember
2: them. (laughs) I actually really like the character creation in this game, even if it was a bit, like, overly complicated. I think, like, doing it a second time, though, could get even more fun. Like, doing this um, to make, like, an actual hero like a a fighter in a fantasy campaign, and try and, like, metagame this system a little bit and use the advantages to really, like... Because I was trying to not make my character overly powerful, even though like i knew i was starting with a magical battle axe so that kind of hampers my damage a little bit but like i'd really like to try this in a system where i was trying to make like a fighter that could take on an army
3: it's cool because like even just the process of creating the character forces you to flesh them out right because you have to figure out like what are their advantages what are their disadvantages what are the skills that aren't just fighting related but like does your person know how to swim does your person basic first aid you know and it kind of Forces you to figure out a backstory for your character, which as an RPG, I, I appreciate.
0: I could definitely see having to um, constrain people, though. You know, like there are some <laughs> things that I feel like, if you're playing a particular setting, you don't
2: want your players to have access to. But the points are an automatic constraint, you know. As is the time. You can't get more powerful than the game. points allow you to. Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm.
2: And, and the nice thing is, with the points. Um, there are different levels.
0: Like it suggests, you know, how many points would make your, um, your campaign or, or session what you want it to be. So like you guys are, at, I believe the heroic level, um, which is 200 points. Um, but I think if you were at like the, I want to say it was called the feeble level or something like that. And it it's was like, like 25 50. points. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like almost a, a, an amount that either you'd have to give yourself a serious number of disadvantages, which you can only go up to 50%. Um, or you would just have to be okay with being weak, I guess. I don't know what kind of game you're playing with that. Alright, well, uh, in our last episode, when we got going, uh, you guys were given this whole big exposition of uh, the, the timeline of events that led up to you being brought here, and kind of some clarification about all the deceptions that you have been told. Uh, and then you were supposed to have this easy task of just finding uh, a magical Dirk called the deicide uh which for people who haven't figured it out it just means god killer um and uh it was supposed to be easy stab uh erid pruct make him the sacrificial lamb and kalendor also dies and when you exited the gates you were not in the promised land of eternum you were in the primordial ooze primordial soup known as the void swamp the origin of all things in the universe and it appears to be incredibly deadly what's more is arid um uh, powers appear not to work in this area as they normally should so while he had mentioned that it'd be easy he could just call forth uh the deicide he can't and so they actually have to journey to set locations um that appear to be fairly static in this world that ebbs and flows. Um, and the last thing that they saw was we are doing a uh, random encounter table that I have built as a hex crawl and uh, they rolled the lowest possible roll that they could uh, which uh, oh. was to meet uh, myself as a meta character and give them one meta answer. Uh, you guys had a, a 1 in 12 chance of getting that. so nice. Yeah, That's a was... little
1: sad that you put yourself as the lowest roll. Yeah, you just well, gave I'd...
0: me
3: a hard time for ranking myself real low. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It was that your odds of rolling that, because it was yeah. 2 out of 12, are, are the lowest that you could possibly roll. So Yeah, um,
1: yeah but you could have been the top one, out one out and had I'm the same 2v6. odds.
2: Fair.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm rolling 2D um, in order to do a table of several events, uh, some of which they may not get to, which would be a shame. They're all pretty good. Maybe I'll throw it in <laughs> if uh, if all of a sudden I, we're I like, hey. I take
3: back my previous comments. <laughs>
0: we, we need less time. We need more, we're, we need more time. Um,
3: Just talk about Rude ranking himself real low and all of a sudden he's like, nah, I hope they hit all of them because, like, man,
1: I'm awesome. I yeah, made it turns some out the way killer shit. That's <laughs> not what I
3: meant. That's
0: the way he was looking at
1: it, the one meant that number one, like he wanted to be in that <laughs> first slot, so he was right at the first. No, beginning. I,
0: I actually was. It was like a funny little laugh to myself. Like if they roll this, they're gonna get something really
2: good, but it also gave them really low odds of rolling that. And then it was your first roll. Boom. Yeah. On a side note, whenever I created random encounter tables. You know, you always, like, in my back of my head was always, like, there should be one where nothing happens. But then any time I rolled it, I'd be like, that's stupid for nothing. These guys don't want nothing to happen. So I always just, like, create it. I would be like, oh, whatever, the coolest thing happens if I roll that one.
3: I'm also that guy that'll, like, oh, yeah, random encounters. I don't care which one of these they do. But then I'll roll one and be like, nah, we're going to do this one instead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. As long as they think it's random, that's all that matters. exactly.
0: Um, yeah, I, I, um, I rolled more. I, I just thought if I rolled more things in here, um, I would force myself not to just railroad what happens, you know? And so yeah. like, I have that you guys need to go to five areas, but I think there's seven places you could go so that I wasn't like, Oh, now you go here. Um, yeah. Fair. The only way that'll happen is if we have time for, for one more thing. and I do not want to end the session, but, uh, Fair. even that, I don't think you'll get to all of them. So With that being said, at the end of the last episode, the meta advice that myself as a character gave these guys uh, was that all of the uh, supposed weaknesses that they had been finding for the BBEG calendar throughout the season are actually now invulnerabilities as they filled him in on weaknesses that he held. And he managed to figure out ways to circumvent them. And we ended the episode there. So how do you guys feel about that?
3: Not great, because it nerfs me real bad. <laughs> um, yeah, because one of the things that, and we we went back uh, and reviewed the old stuff and uh, our notes and everything during the break between episodes. Uh, but One of the things is fire, which gets rid of my flame nose, or my nose flamethrower, my flame nose thrower. Um, and another one is like holy stuff, which gets rid of my healing, because my damn ring is a cleric thing, and yeah, Cage just a round, mm-hmm. kicking shit. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, for the listeners at home, uh, we won't spoil everything for them in terms of the, the, the final battle. But um, if they were to go back, they would find out that the weaknesses that were purported uh, were um, that he only ever did, like, one sort of thing for attacking, uh, which was in our Starfinder episode. Uh, and so, you know, how would, how would a boss circumvent that? I'll leave it up to your imagination. Mm -hmm. There was also um, that there was a blood orb from DCC that was probably the key to defeating things. um, And that blood orb um, had the ability to um, interact with uh, both holy damage and chaos uh, damage. Um, And then, of course, one answer for, I believe it was Pulp Cthulhu, was just fire. Fire just defeated everything. And then lastly yeah and then lastly um from marvel they were at a bit of a loss for what to say as a, a weakness and so they just said hubris and so that one was very fun for me to try to figure out
3: he's now a very humble bad guy <laughs> just no no glad no I I didn't. you go first
2: <laughs> <laughs> glad i didn't say that the, that their weakness was bears because that's, like, yeah. my only strong power, <laughs> is being a bear. <laughs> uh,
0: and with that, uh Ruin kind of, as the character, puts back on his cloak is like, Ah, you see, I've tricked you all along. And this voice is just fun, and I haven't done it before, so and now I'm going to disappear. Uh... Except I'm trapped here. As I previously said, I'm being held here against my will. So, uh, can you just please f*** off?
3: I'm writing it down. <laughs>
0: that was for you, buddy. <laughs>
3: for anyone that doesn't and, know Ruin in real life, this is pretty much it. This is, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, and with that, Aaron uh, Proct... Who's very confused at what's going on But he's a cosmic entity So he's kind of putting things together Is like, right Well, you wanted to go to the final location That was furthest away um, And travel back So um, we'll start going back So this was location 5 The next one is 4 And we'll have to travel Well, we'll have to travel further southwest to get there But it shouldn't take too long And you guys begin to travel again
1: Should we roll our disadvantages?
0: Oh, right. Good. Um, Although I'm really excited for what I just rolled. Um, But yes, so we have some disadvantages to roll at the beginning of this day. Um, In fact, I have also something that you need to roll, um, which I didn't mention before. But... Uh, let's everybody start rolling your disadvantages and finding out the impacts. And uh, whoever is finished first uh, will begin describing what their character goes through.
1: I'm not proud of my choices, I must say. This is, this is definitely <laughs> a good thing I spent a lot of points on my spells. Um, so I rolled under my 12 for my chronic pain, which means at some point during the next... 24 hours i will experience eight hours of severe pain but if you rolled and under it, of does that, that mean
3: you're successful
1: yep at getting the pain that's what the rules do oh. you want this is like where you actually want to roll over because it's like are you, <laughs> you succeeding at getting it. the pain oh, now i yeah. gotta
3: double check mine because i so, thought i was in the clear <laughs> Jaden,
0: what does this mean in terms of gameplay mechanics that you're going to be in pain for eight
1: hours Uh, during that time, which you get to decide when those eight hours occur, they do have to be a continuous eight hours, but they can happen at any point. So if we're resting for the night, you're like, bam, you get no sleep. And I suffer the consequences of no sleep or something like that. Um, And the consequences are minus four to dexterity and IQ and self-control rolls. And my guy is all Dex and IQ. Okay. Um, all right. But that did buy me the advantage common sense and a lot of other stuff that got me 40 points back (laughs) um uh i got also common sense which if i do anything stupid the dm rolls against my decks if it's under the value they have to warn me and be (laughs) like are you you sure that's a good idea and just like nothing else just be like give like a, a rough loose warning
0: okay okay but like that's sorry that's a different one
1: yeah, that's common sense. Okay, just that's your common sense. Want to make sure you so, do that too.
0: Okay, so just for everybody, I'm going to make the ill effects happen now. Um, generally, when we have like Fair. things like this, we we typically go like two episode sets for things like when we have level ups. They happen in between two episode sets and things like that. Um, so your your disadvantages are just going to start now, and Solid. we will re roll disadvantages at the uh, beginning of the fourth episode.
1: Sounds good. Our so first episode
0: was mainly ro- roleplay anyways, so.
1: Cool, cool.
2: All right. so did you have any others, Jaden?
1: Nope, that was the only one that I have to roll against.
2: I All right, failed you- my absent-mindedness check, which means any time that I need a specific thing or need to remember something during this adventure, you can basically pick one of those moments and kind of mess with <laughs> me. Um And then I succeeded on my klutz check, so I don't have to trip over my own feet today. Oh, good. And Kate? Uh,
3: I succeeded on my chronic depression check, uh, which means that I am indeed coming with you guys, Uh, because otherwise my depression (laughs) is so bad that uh, I have to choose to do what is the easiest while still maintaining my basic necessities for survival, which in this case would be just staying put staying here
1: hanging out with ruins
3: Uh, i also need to say that this re the very first line of this is like you have lost the will to live you'd commit suicide if it wasn't so much work Um, which been there uh sometimes that's just like i could but that would make me have to get out of bed and nah
0: With that, I feel like we need to throw out there, if any of the listeners at home are struggling with uh, suicidal ideation or depression, please reach out and seek help. Um, People love you, and um, no one needs to go through that, including yourself, so please. But with that, uh, Kate, anything else?
3: Uh, No, that was the only one that I have to roll right now. I have some others that are situation-based that I may need to roll when we get to that point. Also, let me know if we have spent a night to sleep. Because then I have to roll to see if my insomnia kept me up or not.
0: Perfect. Um, I am going to basically say that like every um, every two encounters we have, you guys are going to stop to sleep, okay. um, as uh, the travel is quite expansive.
1: Oh man, I'm going to get hit with this so many times. Well,
0: I'm going <laughs> Mine's to. Mine's every day. I'm oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's Sorry. not a big deal. It's only Sorry. for a part of
1: it. So if every two encounters is gets me through a whole day, then only I'm affected for the first encounter.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I can dig that. Um, All right. Well, with that, you guys are going to uh, journey forth. And now the one thing that you realize that as as you are journeying, as you're walking along with the the void hanging over you as if it's shaped like trees and clouds and things is just the overwhelming sense of exhaustion and, and sleepiness that you feel. And I'm going to need everybody uh, to roll against their their HT, their health, minus one. And so in this case, um, they're going to roll 3d6. That's Big the standard fail. roll for everything. If my skill level was a 10, a minus one means that I need to roll a nine or under.
3: So a tie is a success?
0: A tie is a success. That I failed.
1: I, I also failed.
0: Sorry, D-Boys. So as you guys are, are fighting to overcome your sleepiness, uh, you each are going to lose two fatigue points.
1: Those are my best points.
0: Yeah. Well, we will recover, I believe, with sleep, so... Take take
1: my HP first, please!
0: <laughs> Perfect. Well, as as you guys are walking for, for hours and you see such beautiful scenery and such emptiness and... Uh, beautiful auroras and horrifying voids of bleakness, um, you come across what appears to be a wall. And in that wall appears to be four archways that kind of seem like doorways. No! But (laughs) there's no way to get through the
3: doors. (laughs)
0: The like third
1: door is not, or is it the safe door, or is it not? Because the third door from the left Guys, was the one I, I ran into. This
2: figured, I got this figured, and I, I forgot to talk about it. And when I was talking about my character, would I have Jeffrey, my my mechanized <laughs> rat? That was well, that was from Cthulhu, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm going to instruct Jeffrey to go and touch all of the walls.
1: Oh, please Jeffrey. roll
0: against your animal handling skill.
2: Uh, success. It's pretty good roll, actually. Please indicate which door. No, mm, start uh, from the left side. First door, best
0: door. So you send Jeffrey <laughs> forth, and at first he like unfurls on the ground as he was wrapped up in a little tiny mechanized ball, and then he gives us like. Stand up on his hind legs, but he's he's robotic. But it's it's so natural and so cute. And he gives this little squeak squeak up at you as he understands your commands. And he goes over and he touches the first door and immediately explodes in a in a just burst of scrap metal. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey Can
2: you... and Jeffrey. Well, is now we know. No more. So they do hey, indeed work how blown like up the is doors. Because I have a mechanic skill. Before. Uh.
0: A mechanic skill would not work. However, you also have the Tinker Trunk, which we said would heal mechanized structures.
1: Is that what we settled on? I didn't remember what we settled on with that one. That's
0: what we settled on, so that you'd be able to heal your uh, mech.
1: Ah, so I can't heal people with it. Damn. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. I need my mech to last longer than these guys anyways. Um, Yeah, I'll, I'll totally go for it. if I If I can heal him, I'm going to bring him back. because I don't want to... Like, what else are we going to do?
0: Okay. Well, um, you will have to roll against that. Um, now, it's just your Tinker Trunk, so I think we could probably just roll, like, a mechanical repair for it. Um, but it's... I do
1: have the healing spell if we want to run it just as, like, a major healing that I can only use on robotic things.
0: How does it work um, to roll, like, a spell? Like, is there a skill check involved in that, or is it just kind of, like, uh, a straight...
1: Just, um, well, to cast any spell, you do have to cast it against, um, like, usually their IQ... Okay. With some major bonus. Uh, no, Majory's is just like a prerequisite to have spells. Oh okay.
0: Oh, okay, but you roll against and, your and IQ. It, yeah. All right. So in this case, because Jeffrey is is so damaged, it's going to be an IQ minus four.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey okay. got blowed up. Which,
0: by the way, you also already have a damage to your or a penalty to your IQ as well, so those will stack. I
2: have yeah, first
1: stage and so I know. Like, That's minus eight. Just to like two, take the so I got minus six to whatever my roll is. But I'm
2: sorry, Judy, what's that? Oh, no. no, just to take the moral high ground here as well. Uh during the operation to turn Jeffrey into Mecha Jeffrey, his pain receptors were taken out. So he's <laughs> just he's more than happy to explore these doors and blow up.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I have first aid. Can I help him? I have to roll
2: under an eight <laughs> to be That's successful at this.
1: this i mean no to the first let's game. give it we're here for it jeffrey's um, depending on you i feel like he probably doesn't have a lot of health so i'm just gonna hook him up with a single burn of a so i'm gonna use one fp which will give him two health if i succeed oh yeah exactly an eight two nice. twos and a four
0: <laughs> well done. So it will take some more time. It won't be available during this encounter, as you let the Tinker Trunk just do its ah, thing. Um, but uh, you get the sense that you know probably in like twelve hours or so that Jeffrey will be restored.
1: I don't care about the stinking rat twelve hours from now. <laughs> it's already going, so hey. I won't stop. But right. wait. Well, and as is, uh, is Proc still
3: with us? Yes. He said the only thing that can kill him is the the deicide metal. But he mm-hmm. should still trigger the effects of the doors, even though they will kill him. Can he go and touch each of the walls to let us know which, which one's safe?
1: And can he start with number one just so we get, like, uh, like that's proper science. We kind of yeah. know the effect, so we need to see what it does to him first. Yeah.
0: So, um, Proct goes over to it. And he uh, he touches the wall and he, he does go through it.
3: Okay, now touch the other ones.
0: <laughs> Same thing with all of them. He he manages to go along and he himself can pass through without harm.
1: Oh, That's immortal y- beings and As, run back and get As, ruin
3: and come
2: back. <laughs> ruin, ruin was tethered to the spot. I thought about that. Um, <laughs> Uh,
0: Jody, as as you're standing there, you realize that there's runes above the doors, and they appear to be the same ones as in the DCC. Do you
2: guys remember what it said? All of these kill you.
1: <laughs>
2: there was something along the lines of uh, "Don't, no good things. Don't touch. Turn it's around." Bad
3: is bad. It was not. It was not.
0: Oh, I mean, kind of. Like, it's twisted, though. Okay, well, well let me I'll, make an I'll IQ let's... roll. Yeah, I was I just, just going to say, check. you can make an IQ yeah, definitely minus, four. minus four. Minus
2: oh, four. There's actually That's an advantage story. that would be that.
1: great for this, which lets you, like, just know the stuff you need to know more or less, and the DM has to tell you it. I critically failed
3: on my IQ check. Jaden, I will also allow you to make an IQ check. <sighs> oh, sorry, not quite. i crit by one. I
1: definitely fail that.
0: Okay, well, you don't remember what it said.
1: I'm gonna shoot the second door with my rifle.
0: Okay, uh, it ricochets off.
1: Second door must be safe. <laughs> Didn't kill the bullet. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Is there any void animals around that I could capture? You know, coax in the direction of the door. They're staying away from you guys. You're shifty. You're not made of void. Who are <laughs> they you? They
0: saw
3: what
2: happened to Jeffrey. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: okay, so we know the first one is bad. We know that the third one from the left is bad. Because that's the one that killed Jaden.
2: I asked Pruct what he knows about this. Like, what do you know about this area? You, like, you've been here. Yeah, you're all
3: knowing. Um, what do these runes mean?
0: He, he says that, like... Interestingly enough, these, these doors are, are changed from like this location's the same, but these doors weren't like this. Um, he remembers there being a single door and that it held, um, sort some sort of like, uh, chamber within and that he wonders if this is like an effect of Kalendor's corruption. But he does say, uh, now that you've asked, oh yeah, so he can read the runes, um, As he squints at them and he says uh,
2: that it says eternal reward. Yes, I remember that now, and (laughs) that just means death. (laughs) Like I think we go check another door, like not these ones. Like just go to a different. I'm going to give this to you guys.
0: I'm going to give this to you guys, okay? Because you were like smart enough to to ask Prukt like to translate. Um, This is what I had had in mind is he's going to like scrutinize them. And he's going to be like, well, the, the first one is obviously wrong. Which one do you think would be the answer?
3: Not the third one. because That one killed Jaden the last time. <laughs> so or
1: is it the third one to the left because mm. I should have PTSD of third doors?
3: <laughs> you said this is on a wall. How like far does the wall go?
0: Not far. Like, think that there is very little space.
3: we just walk around space. and,
1: like, keep going? Yeah, like, so, is our goal to get into here, or?
0: We don't know. Mm-hmm. So, just Pruk like does know that area it's, area? like, it's hiding a chamber. It huh. could be very well be where Kalendor or, like, where the, the deicide would have gone once he threw it, you know? Um, if you were to walk around to the other side, you'd see very much like you did in DCC, where it's a flat wall with nothing on it. And so it's, like, there's just a random wall just standing in the middle of a void forest.
3: Meta gaming here. Because we're playing ourselves, what happens if we die? Dead. So, like, we just don't show up for the next two sessions, or...
1: Cross that bridge when we get there. You're
0: no longer icons. But remember that death in, um, death in GURPS, um, is like a big deal like it, it actually has a pretty substantial like dying mechanic where you have to go negative five times your health in order to actually die
1: i don't have that much health i got 12 it's not it's not that's, coming out great that's still 60 i'm gonna yeah. run
3: up and i'm gonna try to go through the third door from the left
0: yes whoa, 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 whoa. no no focus on the question
3: <laughs> which door do you
0: think it is
3: i think it's the third door from the left because all right we mentioned so crux looks at it and crux looks no, at it. it okay
0: and goat game that's not the door
1: goat game that's not the door
0: you guys know the goat game yeah i get what you're yeah. saying my okay, okay, goat good. game goat all game. right so so there's a think- g- go ahead Jaden.
1: Uh, isn't that just, I guess it's the Monty Hall price or problem is also the concept of it where it's like, you have like a good thing behind one door, something behind, you know, something normal or nothing behind the one door and then something bad, like a goat or something behind the other door, something you don't want. And then when you pick a door, they always say, Hey, we'll show you one of the other doors and like show you the one that's not at all a good door. And then you got to choose which door to pick. And there's statistics that go with that.
0: Yeah. So it's, uh, there's, there's always three doors. And when you pick your number, you have a 33% chance of being right. Um, If they remove one, then the odds are different. So, like, if they removed one that wasn't your door, you would have a 66% chance of being wrong or something like that. Yeah, you
1: should switch if you want to be more likely to be correct. But But that's only... He removed the door we picked, though, so I don't know how that affects the problem. It's only specifically the statistics work when um, you I think it just becomes a door a 50. and they show you another door. Yeah.
0: It becomes a 50-50. Yeah.
1: So we're still not on great odds.
0: But now Cade could run at one of the other doors.
1: But not the third 12 one. 12
2: hours. And send Jeffrey in. <laughs> so you've got door two and four. Two. Okay. You're going
0: to run at? Sure. All right. I am going to need you... To roll a health roll. <laughs> 7d20, please.
3: Uh, I succeeded.
0: You and are going I to take help. 1d minus 3 damage as when you collide with the door, you begin getting pulled into the void.
3: Uh, I took 2 damage. Or sorry, okay. minus 3? Yeah, 2 damage.
0: Yeah, for a minimum of 1, yeah. Um, and you are going to need to roll strength to try to pull yourself out of it.
1: It's a lot better than exploding. I go up like to help him
2: as well. Like I reach and grab part of him that's not stuck in the wall. Okay. So, um, Cade, you could roll
0: uh, uh, how plus four with that to try to reef yourself out.
3: In that case, I succeed.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, that doesn't appear the door to be the door. So as you guys realize that it is door number four, you walk in. And you see a crypt that looks like it hasn't been touched in a very, very long time. It's strange, though, because it's not, like, void like everything else. It's almost like this is almost like a little pocket dimension of its own plane of existence. And upon an altar, you see um, it appears to be five metal rings um, rotating around a center mass of dark, void magic. And... uh, Kind of just spinning rapidly.
1: Hmm. That's, only we that's the only thing with notable within magic. the room. There's. I don't have void magic.
0: Well, I thought we did. No. Dark force magic. Mm-hmm. And uh, Arid looks at it and he's like, "One of you should grab that." What? It is an the object. Of, thing. Is an object of great power. No, no, no. Try grabbing for one of the rings.
1: Is there a better ring? Because I always want the best ring
0: whichever one looks most enticing
1: Ooh, i want the one with the biggest diamond on it
0: (laughs) uh they're all like solid gold kind of no 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 real like uh (sighs) unique markings or anything on it
1: i'm really sad that no one felt the need to like put some high quality drip in here so i'm just gonna snag out whatever one comes closest to me
0: fair enough as you reach out to grab it the one that you're aiming for just stops while the rest spin on the inside of it and you're able to grasp it and as you pull it closer to yourself, um, Arid looks at you and says, this is an item that is made to harness void magic. It's essentially a grenade, if you will. Only oh, grenades.
1: I do love grenades.
0: Yeah. It's a single use, but it'll do 5D damage and an area of 20 feet for impact. Are the other ones still flying around? Uh, it was. It was one. They were like... They were orbiting around, like, the central uh, void. It was like a ball of void that five gotcha. rings were spinning around. Yeah, I see. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, er- Eric goes, uh, unfortunately, it doesn't appear that the DSI is here. We need to keep journeying. And you guys are going to go. You exit the chamber back into the void. Your eyes readjust, and you begin to travel again.
1: Um, while we're on our travel, I'm just gonna, like, take the ring and kind of, like, half palm it, and I'm gonna walk up, I'm gonna give Cade, like, this sick, like, super fancy handshake he didn't even know he knew how to do, but I mostly take him through it, and then at the end of it, I leave the ring in his hand, so he's got the grenade now. You can have the grenade, it's all good. No, I don't want the grenade. I feel like my ability to throw in this game is gonna be worse than yours, and I feel like that is contingent to using this grenade effectively.
3: (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, can you repeat the grenade stats then?
1: Twenty area of or twenty foot area of impact, and it does five D damage when it blows up. I just don't like the odds of me going to throw it and failing at that roll for like strength or whatever it probably yeah. is, and us getting blown up because of it.
0: Uh, and you guys are going to uh, each get uh, two uh, points for that encounter. So those will be points that you can buy further skills with. Cool. Mm.
2: I actually really like the upgrade system in this game where it's, like, something about D&D that I always found annoying was having to justify a level up after every adventure when, like, probably 90% of the time you do the math and it, like, wouldn't really work out. But people want to have, like, an upgrade after an adventure. It's kind of cool. You can do it really incrementally or, like, save up and look forward to something in this one. I just put it towards mm-hmm. my tw- towards the witch. Oh, yeah. that's smart. probably
0: a yeah. good idea <laughs> yeah. we yeah, all
1: have such low
3: alright
0: yeah. well as you guys are journeying uh, my mugs looking a little low so we're gonna go for a refill
3: this is Dungeon Master Rick here with Hammer of the Gods do you enjoy socially awkward bards I pull out 50 gold and I put it in the guard's hand and say can
2: I go see the snakes now
3: Dungeons and Dragons and mildly inappropriate humor
2: haha looks <laughs> like Daniel's <laughs> our new DM hi daddy did you just call me daddy
0: i've been here for 10
2: seconds we're already jumping straight to daddy all right an epic fantasy
3: combined with alternate history and a splash of greek and other ancient mythologies thrown in for flavor
0: why do the other olympians Arthur. avoid dionysus
3: because yeah, no all he does is wine
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ooh, I, i'm praying to daddy <laughs> right now. So and you'll love hammer the gods you can find us wherever you get your podcasts and if you really enjoy our show you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash hampod. That's H-A-M-M-P-O-D.
0: Hey, Table Hub players, it's Ruin here. We're just taking a quick coffee refill, and as we do that, we wanted to talk to you about some of the exciting possibilities that we have here in the Natural
3: 20 Cafe. Join with me to do that is my co-host, Cade. Hey, I'm still Cade, uh, from the beginning and now. Uh, we have some really awesome things that we would love for you to be aware of. First of all, we have our Patreon. If you like the show and would like to support us more while getting some extra goodies along the way, please consider checking us out on Patreon at Cantrips and Coffee. Uh, for a couple of bucks, you can support us while also getting some amazing bonuses like our exclusive Discord, some extra special side podcasts that aren't released anywhere else, as well as uncut episodes of this show you're listening to right now We're even funnier if you don't filter us you can also join us on all
0: forms of social media we are most active on instagram and tiktok and uh yeah we like to think we're funny and post funny things there and so uh join in on the conversation and who knows maybe look forward to a contest or something that we throw at you once in a while but uh with that i think those beans are being done brewing and we're gonna get back into the episode all right well we are back and highly caffeinated so as you guys are journeying again to your next location Arid, all of a sudden Pauses, and he whirls around on himself, very confused. And he says, "It's it's gone. It's just gone. How is there nothing here?"
3: Well, it's supposed
0: there used to be a a statue of sorts, like um, almost like an obelisk, and now there's nothing. And
3: significant obelisk, or just he's gonna kill you with the obelisk.
0: Um. It was at least 20 feet tall, like, it, it'd be hard the, to miss.
3: No, but, like, did it, like, was it important, or was it just a thing
0: to...
1: Like, was it the wise obelisk of truth?
3: Yeah, or like, a marker of some significant treasure, or was it just... Ah, uh, yes, the obelisk.
0: Well, I actually never did stop to consider its importance. I just figured it the origin of the universe that some things just appear without significant meaning it's um it's almost like all things are linked to the original existence so some things just appeared to pop in and out but there were also things that just were static and unchanging and this was one of them it's possible that it had roots to egypt or possibly even some alien race that i had not uncovered before but i tried not to i tried not to consider the the significance of the Beginning of time for too long. It's, uh... You can get trapped there very easily. Did Kalendor spend a lot of time there? I don't remember Kalendor ever trying to come here. We knew of its existence, and yet, until I sought a way to end him, we both stayed quite away. Without the ability to use our powers, there isn't much here for us.
1: How do you leave if you can't use your powers? Because if you just gotta, like, hang out for, like a thousand years until this stuff like settles into a real universe and then you could use your powers again. That's hardcore. I would never come here. That
2: is like the origin story of like cosmic beings, you know, it's how they got so wise as they spent a lot of time thinking about stuff. Mm -hmm. We created portals to get here and we would
0: leave the portal Mm -hmm. open so that we were able to go back. Once the portal was created, we didn't need our powers to create another. So long as it stayed open.
1: Those are some good portals. I like them portals. That's a it's nice high quality portal. portal.
0: <laughs> so as you're all, uh, as you're all standing there, um, I need each one of you to make an IQ check, and Jaden, you'll have to make it at your penalty of minus two.
1: Oh, do I? Has it not been eight hours Nailed
0: yet? Nailed it. It has
3: not.
1: Uh, no, I missed. 12, I rolled a six. Oh, I still definitely see it. I got a. Does this pertain to anything that I might have a bonus in?
0: Um, do you have anything about like, um, perception or like, um, surprises? No. All right, so I've Jody with a success, and then, uh, Cade and Jaden as. I
1: succeeded. Out.
0: Oh, you succeeded, Jaden. All right, mm-hmm. so Jody and Jaden as you're standing there asking Pruct about all manners of times he spent here why this obelisk could be missing both of you get this just haunting sensation that you're being watched
1: if the obelisk sneaks up on me I am going to crap my pants because that is not something I would ever expect
2: it's like a thwomp from Mario (laughs) yeah
1: silently smashes its way towards us
2: oh man you just Uh, forgot about those guys I don't want to remember those guys
0: (laughs) when I was anxiety. like seven
2: they haunted me <laughs> what yeah dude like playing through Mario for the first time like it going into the dark tunnel levels like the color palettes all spooky and those things are trying to crush you and like they made that noise hated those things
1: that's a fair point like if you got slammed <laughs> like just think about being crushed under a giant sentient rock yeah,
2: I mean, it was I, mostly I, I because I was seven and sucked at Mario, so they killed me every time. <laughs> and, like I just hated them so much. It's that was your point.
3: entire concept of mortality <laughs> came from Mario. Like,
0: <laughs> if anything ever tries to fall on me, I will be crushed. <laughs> All right. Well, and and as that happens, you both turn around. You as you see a giant rolling cloud, a void coming from around in a circle,
2: oh, creeping no.
0: towards you. And it's then that you probably realize that the Void destroyed the obelisk that was previously here as it's all coming towards you.
2: It does make sense.
0: And I'll need each one of you um, to make first a health um, check, a health roll. For Jaden and Jody. you can make it at a plus four, uh, Cade, I'm gonna need you to make it at a plus two only. Just cause you failed your check.
1: Uh, I succeeded this one. Okay, got it. Um, I just wanna think of one thing. I might have a spell. Can I push this away with, like, air movement? Does that seem like a possibility? Uh, I do have a spell called shape air. Hmm.
0: You could try, but it would have to be a pretty large success. So I think we'd be looking at, um... A skill check with a um, a
1: minus two. Okay, which is already a minus four for me, so I have to roll under a. What is that? So two six five. I have to beat a nine. Oh, shit, under a nine. Oh no. Oh, Did not right. succeed.
0: So you you like blow a gust of your wind at it, and it kind of rolls back against it and. You feel a soft flickering upon your face of your own magic.
1: I appreciate a cool breeze before I die to a noxious void gas.
0: Um, now, you you all did uh, succeed on your check against your HT, right? Or, Jaden, did you make that check?
1: Uh, I'm just checking it right now. That all is right. a 12. Oh, yeah, I just matched it. So I believe that's still a success, right?
0: It is, yeah. Um, cool. So you all will escape the effects as you feel even more drowsy as it's coming in around you and surrounding you um however i'm gonna need you guys to find some sort of way to escape this
1: uh
3: run yeah like it's i have a ring around
2: am flying in a full so. circle. i'm gonna try and go up then and uh like scout like see if i can see somewhere where we can run to absolutely uh Dang, what did we have for the ruling on flying again uh we had to as the it levitate yeah
0: and so i believe you had to roll against your uh what's that was it concentration which i think is just an, an iq check or
2: is yeah take power? the concentration maneuver which i'm pretty sure you're right is just an iq check
1: yeah, and I think it means that if you get hit as well while yeah. you're making that, then you have to make a will save that's minus three, I believe. And if you fail, then you lose the okay. whatever ability you're concentrating on.
2: Okay, I passed the IQ check for it. Okay. So, so as Jody like
0: launches himself up into the air and spins around looking for an escape, um, Jody, you can see that realistically, the way that you came is the safest. Um, And that if you could just get past, like, probably 10 feet of crawling void, uh, you would be able to escape and have a clear shot at just, like, leaving this area altogether. Uh, You yourself would be able to do that because you're
2: flying. Okay, well, I come down lower and, like, relay that information to the gang.
1: Mm -hmm. Would this be considered a poisonous gas or vapor? Because I do have purify air that can do that, but if it's... Something that's truly deadly vapors, it cannot be.
0: No, it's it's more it. of like an acid.
1: Cool. Acid cloud. Well, then I'm running in hopefully the direction that was relayed to me by Sir Jody. Alright.
0: Okay. Um so Jaden, as you just try to run straight through it, um, you are going to uh take 1 d3 or sorry 1 d minus three damage minimum one okay also... kade same thing then one damage one damage
1: yeah same here to my All old boy
0: um you guys will take yeah the one damage um now i am going to need you to also make um or sorry take rather um one damage to your armor's uh, damage resistance permanently Ooh. as as the clouds roll over the armor it eats away at anything it touches including uh, your skin and armor and uh, the, the armor will degrade by one damage resistance
1: should have left Cade behind and walked on air but <laughs> <laughs> silly me so I'm down to 19
0: and uh arid himself just he he walks right through the void and is uh when you you guys exit and keep walking probably at a quicker pace perhaps jody is still uh flying up above um
2: i can't keep it maintained very long so as soon as i got out of range i'd come down perfect so you guys are like briskly walking away and um arid is like
0: i'm sorry i I know that i had it easy to get out of there um if i had any other way of helping you i would have but for now i think it's best that we take some time and we we sleep away the night but let's find a clearing and um the the void swamp it's um or sorry the crawling void itself um is moving at a slow enough pace that you guys get a few miles away and you you're safe to say that it won't catch up with you for as, at least as long as it takes to have a a long rest um if it even is heading in this exact location or direction, right? So um, eventually you make way and you uh, clear an area, or I guess rather find a clear area, that uh, Eric says you're probably good to sleep here and because he himself does not need to sleep, uh, he will keep watch.
3: Okay, oh I need God. to roll against my insomnia. Uh, oh, understand. man. <laughs> uh,
1: rules for insomnia. Uh, This is definitely like one of my favorite parts about this game is the disadvantages allow people like I know that that's something that other people or other systems catch a little flack for is not always allowing people to either represent themselves because of their specific disadvantages in life to reference the term or just because it would be interesting to also role play stuff like even something as simple as like I want to be a bland samurai. Yeah. and so I need like i just need that ability to do that and have game rules for it so I think it's really cool that they do that and flaws make characters more interesting
0: I agree and we've commented before that like um, games don't often have mechanics for things like wheelchairs or like missing an arm or things like that or if they do they, they're kind of shoddy um I think the one that we mentioned, uh, did it okay uh Zweihander did it a little, like did it okay um, and then that new one that's coming out that we interviewed Archelon Chronicles uh, has built in mechanics for it mm-hmm. but for the most part they don't really so yeah.
1: Yeah. and they were doing so. this since 2004 yeah. at least i don't know if it was yeah. a prior edition yeah or not. yeah this Before this
0: edition, edition. Uh, when i realized it was 2004 like that's crazy um, that they haven't updated it but also i, I guess you don't need to
3: yeah when well, they just Kate how did out you write books um, I yes
0: you succeeded. All right, so uh, you were able to catch some sleep as well. Now, um, I want to just look at for like healing over time. Like, do you guys? I feel like you wouldn't really get anything back for like an eight-hour sleep because uh, GURPS itself is a pretty realistic system.
2: Yeah, no I don't know. What are the know rules? How that
1: works. They don't have that in the character side, I don't believe, of the basic set. No. I don't think so. Which is all I've really read. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I'll allow you guys to um, roll a d to get back fatigue points.
3: No, I didn't lose any fatigue points,
1: so. but I would have got five. Oh, full fatigue points.
2: I lost two, and I got them back. Back at the top. Perfect. Um,
0: do we think it's fair to say that, like, in an eight-hour sleep, you're probably not healing any major injuries or anything?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think anybody has That's really major not injuries. Not really. really how that works. No. Yeah. Uh, Kate and Jaden took some void damage there, but, like, yeah. not... Yeah. I've taken
3: three damage total. I've had Perfect. 11 out of 14.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, I guess they were both void damage, hey? Because I was like, would you have yeah. been... Um, yeah. Yeah, because the I'm gonna say suit- that when you hit the wall, you touched it with your hands, and that's where you took the damage. So That way you don't have any other armor damage on there. Okay.
3: Because, yeah, the tactical suit only, uh, has the 20 against, um... I guess, actually, no, I wouldn't have damage necessarily the tactical suit does has the 20 uh damage resistance against like piercing bludgeoning that kind of damage but 10 against everything else so... um
0: so it's degrading the actual armor itself right yeah like
3: it would take the damage from that but it would it hurt me if i'm inside of the suit because it doesn't have to um, be more um so the
0: in my mind this is a good question but in my mind it like you were completely surrounded in it so like that damage could have come from breathing it in um, from little cracks and crevices that there might be in the armor if there is any i don't think there is any though cuz it's flexible but
1: yeah okay you yeah, took I don't ha- know if it's a full hazmat suit right yeah like so you know what assist. i
0: would let's let's um instead of taking suit- 3 damage from the wall uh let's let's take the damage away from the wall we'll say that the wall it deg- ooh because so it covers your it- hands
3: So the suit, as far as I can tell, is, like, a full-body suit because it does have, like, skull as, like, one of the parts that it it says I'm protected by. So I think it's got a helmet included. Now, if we want to say that the helmet is not included, I'm fine with that. But I also think it would make sense for it to be included considering it was from Starfinder, so it probably has, like, a space helmet. Okay,
0: I'll I'll buy that. No, no, I'll buy that. Oh, yeah, I
1: guess that's a good point. If it's from the Starfinder game, it's like a spacesuit, yeah. more or less.
0: Okay, so I'll buy that, but the trade-off is... So you can have your health back. Okay. Okay, but the trade-off is I'm going to put you at 18 damage resistance, because if it's covering your hands and your hands touch the void wall, it's going to take some uh, degradation there.
3: Okay, so 18 and 8 now instead of the 20 and 10?
0: Yes. And so, just remind me, the 8 is against what, sorry?
3: So, the 18 is against basically any, like, physical damage. The 8 is against everything else. Oh, so, so like, like fire, heat and Yeah, yeah, but against, <clears throat> like, physical combat, I have the 18.
2: Okay, okay, I like Also, it. there is rules for recovery on sleep. So, on a sleep, it's you make a health roll, and uh, if you succeed, you recover 1 HP. You may get a bonus if conditions are good, but it's up to the GM discretion. And then fatigue points, it says, uh, consider one fatigue point per 10 minutes of rest. So, like, everybody basically be full after a night's rest. Okay, you guys get full fatigue points. Thank you, Jody,
0: for pointing that out. Um, and then health, you guys can roll against your health if you have any damage.
1: I did not succeed. All right. No healing for this. Now. I haven't got hit yet.
2: I'm scared to get hit because I have low damage resistance and not very much health. So the first time fighting gets serious, it's bare form for this guy. Mm. Perfect. Uh, so do you guys just immediately,
0: like, go to sleep and try to, <clears throat> to rest up? Or um, do you do any sort of, like, idle chit-chat or anything?
1: I'm going right to bed. I'm a sleepy boy.
2: You are. You mentioned that before. I want to ask Pruct if he has, like, any idea what the other locations we're going to go to are. Now that we've eliminated some of the options... Mm -hmm. um so he he said that um the things that
0: he's come across before uh there's one like he calls it like an animal sanctuary for the void animals or things that like take the form of animals um he talks about how there's like the actual shattered throne itself that is where he found deicide um And he he reminds you that like these are all things that he's called it because he's never met anybody else that's been it. So like, you know, Um, he talks about how um, there was this homestead. It was almost like a um, like a military outpost um, where uh, different travelers from time have like set up like um, kind of like a homestead. But like. They, they're the only other people he's ever encountered here, you know? And they themselves basically realized how dangerous these lands were, and so they stayed there. Um, and then he uh, talked about how there was also... Um, let me see here. Um, that's actually kind of it. Like, there's not too many other places. The others are kind of just like... Um, more just like areas where the void doesn't seem to um, ebb and flow like it does in other places. And so he does wonder if over time, um, like while that area is static, like different things have found their way there and taken up homes or whatnot. But um, it's not like the, the where the obelisks should have been or where that wall was that there was just things, you know? All right. Oh, am I going to get
2: Jeffrey back after the rest?
0: Yes, yeah. The cool. Tinker Trunk will complete itself while uh, while you guys are resting, and when you'll wake up, uh, Jeffrey will be scurrying to your side. She Maybe you'll even Tinker sl- Trunk sleep. to NASA after we get out mm-hmm. of this adventure. <laughs> All right. Well, when you guys wake up in, um, I guess the we'll call it the morning, even though it's impossible to tell time here. Um, Arid looks at you guys and it's like, well, it's time we begin journeying again. Uh, I'm beginning to think the last location we could think to check will be the obvious solution to all of this. But here we go. Oh, uh, you guys don't want to do that one again.
1: <laughs> oh sweet, succeed. All right, I guess I, I don't have to deal with chronic pain today.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, um, you guys, I am come coming up- with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for rolling your disadvantages. You guys begin journeying. And after several long hours, you, you get into this area that is, um, I, it just seems to be a little bit trickier to navigate. The trees are closed in a bit more. There's almost like vines hanging down everywhere. And all of a sudden, you hear this bickering going back and forth ahead in the distance. Do you do you continue towards it or do you pause or anything?
1: I would like to get close enough that I can hear it better to get a general idea of what the conversation is, but hopefully not close enough that the people who are fighting can maybe see me so easily. Okay. Very slowly and stealthily, sure, my way up on them.
0: Do you have stealth?
1: I don't know if that was a thing. I'm assuming it is, but I do not.
3: It is all right. Uh,
1: there is a default value for. Yeah, I think uh, most things do two have two that.
3: Dex minus. Probably a four? lot. I very
1: sweet. Oh, I'm in dis- There's a man. lot of right
0: references stuff. to stealth.
1: Um, stealth is yeah, dex minus five or IQ minus five. I don't know. I never get why they have this split sometimes, but
0: I guess in case you could use like a like you could think of a way to be <coughs> quiet or like sneak forward.
1: Yeah. Like I'm I'm the, very uh, intelligent at sneaking <laughs> forward, so. Don't all step right. on the crunchy leaves, kind of deal.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We'll go ahead and use whichever one's best, and and oh, do it with the minus IQ. five. So, and what we're referring to here is, if you don't possess the skill that you're going to try to do, you can still do it. It's kind of like Cthulhu in that way. Um, but there are severe penalties for uh, doing a skill that you're not trained in. So, Jaden?
1: That is definitely not going to happen, because I rolled a 16.
0: All right. Well, as you creep forward as as carefully and quietly as you can, especially in a, in, in a void of nothing... Like, let's face it, you're trying to avoid stepping on anything but just pure darkness. You you begin to hear the sounds of, Oh, well, I don't know. It's just like, how, how are we even supposed to find our way out of here? And then you hear, By going the way we came. Now, if I had to guess, this, <laughs> And then all of a sudden, you hear as you, like, trip over your own feet. They're like, Shh, quiet, boy. There are creatures afoot. And... As you're standing there, clutching at your chest, as you know you've probably just given yourself away to some unknown creature, all of a sudden, a small white dog and a red-haired boy come into (laughs) your sight.
1: Does the dog talk?
0: The dog looks at you as you've just said this out loud and he says, Of course the dog talks. Who do you think I am? (sighs)
1: Yeah, I'm getting out of my suit and I'm getting right up on this dog. That has always been like one of my biggest dreams is to find a dog that talks. That would be amazing, mind-blowing.
0: More curiously, you also notice that the dog is wearing glasses.
1: Oh, <laughs> so he's a smart dog, even. I of course I'm that. smart.
0: I'm the smartest dog that you could ever meet. I mean, and probably. he looks back and his his tail is wagging as he's just been complimented. he's like, a natural thing, I can't help it. And then the boy all of a sudden is like, I don't know, Mister Peabody. Like, should we trust these guys? <laughs> and Speaking as all of, pop
3: of you, references.
0: as all of you come into view, you notice that there appears to be this like metal contraption, almost like a mach- machine kind of thing, um, that is tangled up in the void and being slowly, slowly, slowly eaten away. And uh... Sherman. I believe that these people are from a different world, different plane of existence, as you may, as are we. With that in mind, it might be of some convenience to work together. The name's Mr. Peabody. This is my boy, Sherman. Hi! And. uh, Deep deep
3: cut, man. Like.
0: I won't lie. So this came from our, our our Natural Twenty Cafe Discord where I asked for random encounters and random people that they could meet. And I believe this one was given to us from our member. Uh I believe it was John.
1: I think it was John. It's Probably John. Yeah. He gave it to the John. John. He's Williams. the most committed to this of anybody Including even us. probably more than yeah. us, yeah. Uh
0: it was John and uh He's a yeah, real he, life superhero. We, we really appreciate his participation on the Discord server. And uh, so, yeah. Um, then Mr., Mr. Peabody motions towards the machine, and he says, You see, this is what I call the Wayback Machine. It takes us anywhere that we can imagine, usually for academic reasons. However, when we came here, we realized we were tangled. And in an effort to get us untangled, some sort of monster creeped up and stole... The way back lever, and thus we are stuck here, until the lever is returned. Mister Peabody, you should probably mention quiet, boy. The adults are talking. I tell you, some days I wish I'd never adopted this lad.
3: <clears throat> uh, do you know where? So you're the sending lever, my Hey
0: look, he points <laughs> in just some general notion of a of a direction where you can see that the the path kind of continues, snaking along. It's gone that way with the beast. Naturally, as a dog, I could probably destroy him, but let's be quite real. The things around here are not to be trifled
3: with.
1: Fair. My guy's just gonna be like, I'm just gonna be gushing like the whole time staring at this freaking talking dog because, like, that would be the most mind blowing thing to me as an experience in (laughs) life is that a dog finally talks to me. The number of dogs I've tried to coax to be like, hey. Like, I won't tell anyone if you talk to me. I won't tell the government. We'll just be friends. And they never go for it, so... But they know. They know. <laughs> they know.
0: He comes up and he, like, pats your elbow and it's like, there, there. It's alright. I know I can look like quite a celebrity. There are many dogs out there who can speak. Well, not many, but certainly more than myself. Logically, it must exist amongst the multiverse.
1: I mean, logically, yes, but not in my part of the multiverse, and I guess that's a real crappy part of the multiverse. <laughs>
0: Indeed. Now, if you would be so kind as to help retrieve the Wayback Lever, we might be of service to you.
1: Well, what kind of service? Because I'm not all about work before I know what my payment is.
0: And Era, at this point, is like, I think he means that he can help us out of here.
1: But we can just leave? Are we stuck?
0: Well, I mean, it does seem odd, but why else would the machine be here?
1: I mean, yeah. I that's ruined if I read. Then we're going back.
0: (laughs) Um, The uh, Mr. Peabody uh, looks and says, well, why are you here? Surely you aren't wandering amongst the void for no purpose.
1: We've come to slay gods.
0: Ah, you must be referring to the deicide as is written on the hilt.
3: Indeed. Have you seen
0: it? I have, indeed. In fact, that is what brought us traveling amongst the stars to begin with. We'd heard tales of it and wanted to understand the ancients of the origins of life itself. Little did we realize that we would be trapped in doing so. But I assure you, I no longer have any need to teach this lesson as, upon reflection, we probably shouldn't be here. So, if you would help us out, I could help you find, said Deicide.
1: I'm going to get in my mech and point my gun right at him and be like, you better tell me where that friggin' dagger is, you son of a bit. I wouldn't actually yell <laughs> at the talking dog, but that would be a great little move. Where I blow the dog's head off and I tell the little boy she to tell me everything he needs. <laughs> ah! Okay, Turn so, Sherman into the new whatever Cade's character's name was in um, oh. Pulp. Carl. Carl. Um,
3: So I succeeded on my chronic depression uh, role because this is a decision about whether or not to help him. But I failed on my charitable role, so now I have to help him. I don't have a choice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll say that Kate just is like, all right, all right, and starts leading the way towards the snaking path.
1: Yep. I guess I'll follow with him because one of my code of honor is your buddy's foe is your own and... Cade's foe of charitability is my own foe now i guess
3: fair fair
0: all right well
3: you can't confirm that is part of uh jade's code (laughs) been there been there (laughs) fair
0: enough that's a good that's a good one that's a good one all right well as you guys make your way through you come across what looks kind of like a lake only in that, like, there's a giant pool of void, I but they're also—I <laughs> <laughs> took that swim through <laughs> void, <laughs> um—and it does actually appear to be like lapping, like a shore of a lake, and you can see just by looking out, without any sort of you know guessing, where the beast would have gone, as when you look out. You see across the lake a large island of black nothingness. And upon it sits a creature who... How do I say it? They kind of look like a crocodile. But if a crocodile had the stature of a man... Or maybe an alligator. I actually don't know the difference between them. I know people say it's easy enough. But regardless, he appears to be sitting... Uh, so oh, bad. go ahead, Jody. No, 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 no. Keep going. <laughs> All right. It's the shape it doesn't even matter. It it <laughs> he appears to be sitting there on this little island, happily twirling some sort of baton. Maybe it's a lever. And as you're wondering how it is that he possibly could have gotten out there, you notice that there are smaller little islands, almost like stepping stones, that lead out to the void. I'd like to take a ball bearing out of my pocket and toss it onto one of the stepping stones. Yeah, it lands and kind of, after rolling slightly, comes to a stop. Try and step out on it. Okay, so you are able to step out onto the first one with uh, relative ease. It supports your weight, um, it doesn't seem to,
2: to rock or anything. I like to look back and shrug my shoulders and that well, hmm, I'm not dead yet, so we might as well keep going forward. And uh, go up the next one. So the next one's <clears throat> a little bit harder to get to. So I'm going to need you to
0: make a dex roll to get there. No penalties? No penalties. Well, I rolled seven. We're good. All right. So you, you take a little bit larger of a leap, but you manage to stick the landing. Jaden and Cade, what are you guys doing?
1: Oh, I'm definitely walking on air, baby. Uh. Using them spells. I'm just going to follow Jody. <laughs> oh, okay. costs quite a bit. It's three kay. for this, but it's going to be good. Oh, that's a success. That's for sure. Can I I'm have you on air.
0: both roll an IQ roll?
1: Uh, I, succeed. I also it. succeed on my IQ roll. Is
0: that with your minus two? I don't have a minus two. Oh, anymore. right. Sorry, it's over because you slept it Succeeded off. Today. Right. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So you guys both hop forward onto... Uh, the one that Jody is on, but Jaden, as you're about to launch yourself into a full on jump, you see as ever so slightly when Cade lands, it sinks a bit.
1: Yeah, I know man. I'm, I'm overweight, overweight. <laughs> but no.
0: <laughs> not a ton, but just <laughs> enough that you see the rise of the void around
3: it. You too, Ruin. Ah, uh, 134. That's not
1: what would <laughs> Well, as I gingerly glide by him as I walk on air, I'm just going to be like, hey, sinking.
0: I step off to the next one quickly. So you're going to need to make another dex as they're slowly getting further and further apart, but this one's at a minus one.
2: I uh, still succeeded. I got right, a go. 10. Okay.
3: So, Mr. GM, uh, do I now feel like the odds are against me when <clears throat> people expect me to fail? Yes. Okay, I get a minus three to all skill checks <laughs> Because as of my you, low self-image
0: <laughs> As you uh, as you also realized and felt it kind of just like dip when you landed on it You're like, oh no, is it me? Am so, I the drama?
3: So now I need to make another chronic depression check to decide whether or not it's worth moving forwards Or if I'm better off to just stay here Because, yeah I don't know if
0: I like this mechanic. It makes me Uh, (laughs) sad. No,
3: I passed my chronic depression, so I still feel like I'm gonna be all right. I can move forward. Yes, and I have a minus three because I'm not positive. So,
0: so when you when you go to like when you make that conscious effort, you're like, okay, no, I I can do this. Um, Mm -hmm. You kind it kind of clicks for you that like it's not you. It's that these things probably only support two people at maximum and that a third person jaden's weight would probably make it capsize
3: yeah i still get the negative three though <laughs> all right
0: well you can make your next one now it was at a negative one so you're going to be a negative four dex roll
3: mm-hmm. oh i super don't make it <laughs> oh no all right yeah, No. so
0: you, you misjudge the stepping just a little bit. And as you go, you slip off the edge into the void. And so you're going to need to make um, a uh, uh, strength roll to try to get out of it.
3: Uh, I don't make that either.
0: Ooh, okay. So you're automatically going to take uh, the one uh, damage to your armor.
3: One damage
0: but or one D damage? One down dam- oh, We'll go with one damage for this. Okay. Yeah. So it'll take you down to, I think, 17. 17 and 7, yep. Yeah. All right. Now, you can tell, though, that this thing is trying to suck you down more and more. And so you'll need to get out um, using some sort of clever manipulation. Otherwise, you're going to suffer more damage to your armor. Can I reach back and try to help? Absolutely. If you were to try to help, I'll need you to roll a strength. Actually, make it a dexterity, actually, to, um, okay, like... Okay, good, because I passed keep. that. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> to me, you want to keep balance. So, Cade, yeah. you can have a plus four to a new strength roll and try to pull yourself out.
3: Okay, so that'd be just a plus one now to ba- yeah. balance off my minus three. Uh, so that is a success.
0: Perfect. So, Jody does manage to grab you out there, and uh, you guys are just on the last island before... Um, getting out to this monster sitting on, sitting and just like playing with this baton like thing. And, uh, Jaden, you are uh, two away.
1: I thought I was walking on air. I didn't think I had to walk on. These oh, backs. right. These yeah. Crazy sorry. rocks. Yeah. So I've just been just been like creeping
0: end. forward. So, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to say that like you, you looked at Jody helping Cade, and you're like, ah, they've got this. And, uh, <laughs> you moved forward onto the Island.
1: <laughs> That's what I would do. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Get right up on the scary alligator man. You don't have man. to. It's up to you. Nah, I'm cool with it. I'll be on the. I'll I'll start it off. Someone's got to be the first man on that island. Okay. Might as well be me. All other right. Then I guess alligator man. But.
0: So as you touch onto the island, uh, the thing looks at you. He stops spinning the the lever, and he looks at you. He's like, mm,
1: No, like,
0: go away, trinket mine.
1: I don't feel like there's a lot of moments of persuasion here, but I did pick a code that maybe said I wouldn't fight unless it was necessary, so I'm going to have to talk to the dude be like, okay, okay, I hear what you're saying. You like the trinket. You want me off the island. Let's work out a deal here. It's not going to be great for you. I'm going to need the trinket, but I'll get off your island. You can name a price within reason, though. Um. Oh, I'm fast talking right now. That's what I'd be doing.
0: Yeah, why don't you why not you uh, why don't you roll for that?
1: Okay, so this is a skill to convince people uh, to doing doing things against their better judgment. <laughs> I'm in for that. Um, yep, that's a success.
0: How good of a success?
1: Um, that is against my IQ with a plus two, so that's a sixteen, and I rolled a eight. So.
0: Oh wow. Pretty good success. Alright, well what would you say to him to try to convince him?
1: Hmm. I feel like I would need to like have something to give him, but I don't really have like anything like specific to give him. But mm-hmm. maybe I won't even go for that. I'd be like, you know what, man? Like I think that looks like old. It's kind of broken down. It looks like it's broken off of something. I think you need to go and find yourself like a true majesty like a, a, a awesome piece who needs trinkets you are of such a high caliber you need something auspicious and powerful i'll just take that for you i'll go throw it out get it off your island real quick cuz you don't need people seeing you with something like that it's probably bad for your image
0: mm. no 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 me void me void brute me me here a long time and Things like this don't come often. You see void. Void not bring presents. This present me keep. You you give gift if trade.
1: I don't wanna give him a sweet sweet stuff. Oh, I do have a couple of things. How would he feel about a lantern? I'm gonna take that out and I'm gonna like start it up and be like, whoa. I don't know Mm. if they've got fire here. Have I seen fire yet?
0: You have not seen fire.
1: I feel like fire seems novel to him. He might be angry that when eventually burns out, but he'll, we'll get there when we get there.
0: So he kind of he kind of like flinches at first as he sees you light the fire, uh, and then he's like, oh, shiny, shiny flicker. Yes, trade, trade, trade. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna. Set up a well-orchestrated plan. I don't really want to run this out in words too much, but more or less, like, I'm going to get him to put his item on, like, over on a spot. I'm going to put my item on another spot. We're going to back away and walk around because I'm not sure that touching him is in my best favor.
0: I I will mention he does not appear to be made of void.
1: Oh, okay. Then I'll just trade with him. I'm not going to be bigoted or anything.
0: Okay. And he he very hastily, like, shoves the lever into your hand and then grabs the lantern and then says, now go, now go.
1: Okay. I'm gonna start heading back. Um, yeah. Have I'm, a, I'm aware the other guys are still just chilling on their island at the time. Yeah, this happens now. So we gotta quickly. go back
0: down. Yeah, this happens so quickly that like they kind of unless they're wanting to like do something now, um, you're done. So they could do something now if they wanted.
3: I will we need say... to get my
1: lantern back. Let's kill him.
3: I will say that I definitely failed my uh chronic depression check about whether or not to move on or not now that I've like taken damage from failing. <laughs> so uh I'm definitely just like nope, I'm not moving. I'm not doing it. This isn't what's the point? What I'm just going to fall in? I'm just going to die. I'm just there's no point. This is my life now. I'm just staying here.
2: <laughs> now, come on man, you can't plan for the worst. We got to get out of here. We can I do it. Everybody's can. dependent
3: it's on, my on my character this. sheet.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna float up beside mr cade there and i'm going to hit him with some walk on air and see if that's not some motivation for him to Ooh. to keep on moving can you cast that
0: on somebody else
1: i I, th- I think it's just a touch it says it's a regular spell which means it just gets you know touch casted on people all right dice yeah. tell
3: me that is enough
1: and i succeed yes i didn't succeed big i got a 15 and i needed a 17 but i succeeded so Kate, i'll
0: let you rp the effect of this but as Jaden reaches out and touches you with walk on air um you feel yourself kind of just float up off the ground and hover
3: there yeah and i think i uh i recognize that like now that i'm in the air i'm not like i can't fall in because i can't fall Uh, and from there I just, like, walk over to the edge, but I definitely feel, like, super embarrassed about, (laughs) all of this, and, like, I feel like I'm being judged by the others, because I couldn't walk on the platforms, and then I threw what in my mind was a hissy fit about it, and, like, I'm feeling really shitty about myself, just in general.
0: (laughs) Oh. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough.
3: Yeah.
2: Well...
0: You guys managed to get across to the other side. Jody, having made it the first time, you confidently make it the second time. And you return to the clearing with Mr. Peabody and Sherman. And they, they're they so happy. And then Sher, or, uh, Sherman's like, my gosh, Mr. Peabody, they made it! And Mr. Peabody's like, yes, we knew we could trust them. Now hand over the lever.
1: Oh, whoa, 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 <laughs> Mr. Dog. Here, Mr. Piss Torso, I've got some things to say to you. You don't just start grabbing stuff. You're gonna give me that information, or you're, you ain't getting this lever. Mr. Piss Torso, <laughs> what does that even mean? P-body. Because his name is Peabody. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh man, it's spelled with an A.
3: I don't care. If anything, that's funny he's as hell. like
0: green legume body. Nope. No. i don't know it's, it's yeah fun. he better give me them <laughs> that's goods pretty good. that's pretty good <laughs> or he ain't getting them goods all right well he uh he looks at you and says ah you're more clever than i would have let on unfortunately i have not seen this thing you call a deicide you see it was mo- mainly just a good guess speculation some might say what happened was you said "deicide," and I, having the intelligence of no average man nor dog, canine, if you will, guessed that it meant "god killer." I'm very good at root suffixes, Latin, if you may. <laughs> and then from there, I deduced that, being a god killer, it must be a weapon, and therefore has a hilt. Do you think they would actually write "deicide" on the hilt? Ha! Plebeians, please do not even think that you could toil with the. P- might of my brain
1: you have not seen the convoluted but sometimes underbaked plot that we have been put through these last <laughs> hard hard months <laughs> you think that they wouldn't write that on the hilt come on ruined back at the sanctuary of the forest hears that it's just like, oh I worked really hard on that <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd write it on the hilt I don't see it. Yeah, I'd write it that. on the hill.
1: Absolutely. I, naming your tools is a good idea. How else are you going to pick it up from all
3: of your other dirks? <laughs> like, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, w- with that, uh, Mr. Peabody like puts up two like fists. And it's like, come on, I'll take you all on.
1: Lower my rifle, or the barrel of my rifle, right at his forehead. <laughs> Raise my forty-four mag. Sure, I see that he
3: has no uh, other weapons, and I'll fight him with no weapons. <laughs> <laughs> that is in my code of honor: is that I will only fight someone on a level playing field.
1: <laughs> fight club, absolutely. I'm gonna grab the kid. I'm gonna like coax him away, and we're gonna b- set up a little bit of a ring, and we're gonna fight club this. <laughs> Mr. Peabody!
3: Ah, ah, ah. We haven't had combat in two sessions. I'll fight a talking dog. <laughs>
1: one man... Two man enters. One man leave. Two man <laughs> enter. One man leave.
0: Uh, you can... You, you see that... Uh, he... As soon as Kate squares up, he just... His... His face just drops. And... Oh, he... He, uh... He critically failed a reaction role, which in GURPS is to see if uh they respond well or not to an interaction with another person being that he critically failed uh he immediately falls to the ground and begins to like put his head on its paws and whimper as if he's like an actual dog tail between his legs it's like
1: Ooh. I thought you were gonna have him
3: fake a heart attack <laughs> I could never kick a dog. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's, one that wasn't actively trying to hurt me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And, and he's just like, please, I, I promise I, I couldn't actually hurt you. I'm just a small animal, and I merely talk a big game. The truth is, the boy, in here, the boy and I are trapped here until you give us the lever to return home, and we are at your mercy.
3: Do you have nothing that you can give us in return?
0: Unfortunately, no. Even if I wished for you to come with us, my sense using my superior brain is that you've been trapped here by the evil of Kalindor, and therefore, he doesn't want you to leave.
3: Well, with your superior senses from your superior brain, do you have any idea of where the deicide may be? You have a super sniffer. Use it.
0: Yes, yes. It is in... The next in, the next area, off to the north, much close to the entrance to that fortress, which I can only assume that you came from.
3: All right, you're free to go then.
0: Thank you. And he grabs the he grabs the lever in his mouth rather than his uh, his hands as he still maintains the, the cowardice of the little puppy he was forced into being. And uh, he and Sherman exit into the wayback machine. And snap out of existence after a couple minutes. And you guys walk forward, back towards the core. And then hang a right to the north, following a path. As Arid looks at you and laughs and says, of course it had to be right close to where we left it. And, or where we entered this area. It couldn't have been closer. And as you come across what appears to be almost like a Mayan temple it says, there it is, the Shattered Throne. Interestingly enough, not where I left it though. Of course, it had to be here. And before you begin to ascend the steps, out of the tree line comes a group of three people. And when you look at them, you see they're all wearing cloaks. They all have scimitars at their waist. And as they approach you, You can tell that they are coming directly to you. It's not just that you came across them. They're coming to you. And they reveal their hoods to see two old bearded men and one younger female warrior. And they look at you and say, The deicide is ours. You will not grab it. And they draw their swords upon you. And with that... I'm out of coffee, and that
3: means it's time to go.
1: I think we should have been able to fight the dog.
3: This episode of Cat, Trips and Coffee is brought to you by our incredible patrons. We have Artemis and Kala making us a pot of Joe, while Ravencroft Guitars, Silver Valentine, and Affy the DM are brewing up those premium blends. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy the show.